For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Praise the Lord, saints. My name is Pastor Evangelist Deborah Tate. I'm with Royal Diadem Internet Ministry, and we are the crown gem of Cleveland, Ohio, bringing you the very best in gospel music. Our topic this week is going to be called Covenant Breaking, what it means when somebody betrays you, what it means to break a covenant. Covenant breaking is the foundation or the basis to all sin. Covenant breaking is a hideous crime because it is a crime of betrayal of someone's trust and confidence in another. What made the betrayal of Jesus Christ so offensive and malicious was Judas was an intimate, close friend of Jesus, and he betrayed Jesus with a kiss. This is what we're going to be talking about today. But first, we're going to go to the throne room of grace, and then we're going to listen to Exodus chapter 20. Father, we humbly come before you right now in the mighty and majestic name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We thank you for another time of encouraging words. Now bless us with wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of your word. And Father, we promise to not share in your glory. Give us understanding. We promise to honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Again, my name is Pastor Evangelist Deborah Tate. You're listening to a time of encouraging words. And now let's listen to Exodus chapter 20. Selah. Chapter 20. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and shewing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor, and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. 
Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings, and the lightnings, and the noise of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed, and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me, and shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings, and thy peace offerings, thy sheep, and thine oxen. In all places where I record my name I will come unto thee, and I will bless thee. And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone, for if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. Neither shalt thou go up by steps unto mine altar, that thy nakedness be not discovered thereon. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers and hearers, and especially the doers of his word, in Jesus' name. In case you just clicked in, my name is Pastor Evangelist Deborah Tate. I'm with Royal Diadem Internet Ministry. We are the crown gem of Cleveland, Ohio, bringing to you the very best in gospel music. And we're talking about covenant breaking and betrayal. And before we went into our audio version of Exodus chapter 30, I talked about what does it mean to break a covenant. I've said that a covenant breaking is the foundation or the basis to all sin. Covenant breaking is a hideous crime because it is a crime of betrayal and trust and confidence in another. What made the betrayal of Jesus Christ so offensive and what made it so malicious was Judas was an intimate close friend of Jesus and he betrayed Jesus with a kiss. Now, the meaning of kissing is a symbol of affection. You claim you love me, yet you betray me. It was the breaking of the covenant which Jesus had with Judas, or should I say Judas had with Jesus, which led to the sin of suicide. And I want people to understand, I don't want you to be deceived. And I don't care what famous pastor's son died. There is no forgiveness when you kill yourself. It's just not there. It's not there. It's just not there. Now, I'm not blaming the pastor because your your children have their own will. They have their own volition. Okay? I'm not going to blame him because it was the, his choice. But I'm here to tell you, if you're thinking about killing yourself, all you're going to do is make your situation worse. And it's not faith. It's not faith to commit suicide. It's just not faith. You have to believe God. The meaning of kissing is a symbol of affection. You claim you love me, yet you betray me. That's what it is. And any time you enter into any type of covenant with anybody, you are taking a risk with your feelings. Some people may be saying, well, Pastor Tate, that's why I'm not getting married, because I do not want to get hurt. It doesn't matter. If you are in any type of relationship, there is a covenant, and it does not have 
to be registered with the courts. There's all different types of covenants, and we're going to be talking about this all this week. Where there is a relationship or a covenant between people, you will find there will always be vulnerability. There will always be the chance that you will get your feelings hurt by someone who led you on to believe that they were committed to the relationship that both of you told each other you had to find out that one of you were not as committed. They told you they love you. They gave you a verbal kiss, but in reality, they did not. What many people fail to realize, and that is because they do not know who God is, but there must be a commitment to stay together from both of the people in any type of relationship in order for it to be a lasting covenant. Now, personally, I have not been able to have a lasting uh, covenant relationship with somebody. I am divorced, but I have a covenant lasting relationship with God, and that is more important than a human being. But it is important that we do have relationships and that they're lasting and that they're steady. steady. And it took me some time to learn this, but I'll have learned it now, and that's what counts. Okay? And sometimes if the other person doesn't want, is not as committed as you or they don't love as deep as you love, it's hard to have a committed relationship with them. But you must maintain and keep your covenant and commitment that you have with God because God is a jealous God and he is the type of God that you're not going to play games on him. And he expresses this in his word that he is a jealous God in Exodus chapter 20 verse 5, which is our key verse. Let's read. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which has brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the father upon the generations unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So he's saying this, he's saying, I'm the one that brought you out of bondage. I'm the one that got you out of jail. I'm the one that saved your marriage. I'm the one that brought you healing when your body was full of cancer. I'm the one that delivered you. Now I'm telling you right now, I am a jealous God. You cannot be visiting. You cannot be having fellowship with other gods. I am a jealous God. Now, if we look at the word jealousy and what it means in the English, it means a green eye monster. Jealousy is an emotion, and the word typically refers to a negative thought, feeling of insecurity, fear, anxiety over an anticipated loss of something of great personal value, particularly in references to a human connection. Jealousy often consists of a combination of emotions such as anger, resentment, inadequacy, helplessness, and disgust. And you can find that definition in Wikipedia. Now, in the in the if you go to your strong concordance, the name is called Kena. That's what the word jealousy means, Kena. Okay, and I'm going to give you that Hebrew. Um, I'm going to give you the number where you can find it in your strong concordance. It's H7067. The root word is H7065 and it's compared to H7072. Now, H means when you go to your strong concordance, the G is the Greek and the H is the Hebrew. God as jealous, 
Kana is not by human standards, not the way we look at jealousy. If he was, it would be covetous, it would be envious, it would be exceedingly greedy for material wealth, suspicious, which means to be paranoid, and fearful of being displaced by a challenger, as well as painfully desiring the advantage of another. But God's not like that. The word jealousy refers directly to the attributes of God's quality of being just, he's fair, and he's holy. And he is the only aim and should be the only aim or desire to worship. You shouldn't want to worship anybody else. And when you're doing things contrary to the word of God, that's what you're doing. And you're worshiping Satan because Satan is what makes you want to do wrong and not right. God will not tolerate man's sin because when we sin, we break covenant. And many people do not understand that. When we sin, what we are doing is worshiping another God with a little g, thereby breaking covenant relationship with God. And to not be able to maintain a covenant relationship with God is a sign of hatred against God. The reality is a person who is not able to make a commitment to God will surely not make a commitment to you. Let's look at Exodus chapter 23, verses 23 through 25. And again, I'm coming out of the King James Version. And the word of God says this, For my angel shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites, the Hittites, the Prezizites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites and the Jezebites, and I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their image. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy waters, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. In other words, what God is saying, you're going to be around different type of Prezizites and Canaanites and Hittites and Jezebites, even right now. Here in the United States, you're going to be around people that are not going to believe in, on the name of Jesus, not going to believe that, that he is Savior, that he is God, but you're going to have to take a stand, and you can't afford to bow down to him. I was looking online, and there was an article about, um, it was in Congress, I think it was Congress or one of the House of Representatives, they brought in a person of Hindu and uh, that was into Hinduism, and he started praying. I'm sorry, I wouldn't have been able to, to honor that. I would have had to leave. I would say, excuse me, but that is against my religious beliefs. I'm sorry, I'm a Christian. I cannot join in in prayer with you. Because to join in in prayer is making covenant. When you join in with people contrary to what you are, I'm not saying don't be nice to them. I'm not saying don't be kind to them. But you have to, this is, this is a lifestyle that you have to live and you cannot afford to compromise. But you're going to be around people that don't believe the way you believe. But God is telling us, don't bow down to their gods. Don't, don't, don't let their images be in your head. In other words, get their gods out of your way of thinking. Do not entertain what other people believe in. If it's contrary to the word of God, change what you are seeing in your thinking. God has promised Israel, and that is what a covenant is, a promise, that he would be with them in the wilderness, that he would go before them. In other words, protect them from their enemies, the people who land they would possess or inherit. However, there was one condition. They must not worship the God of the people that were living there in that area. 
It is the same for us today. Yes, America is sin-ridden. Yes, it is a sin-ridden place. You name it, and it's got it online, on TV, on television, on the radio. There's a lot of sex, drugs, music full of cussing. Those are little gods or little demons that influence the people that use this type of uh, digital uh, medi- uh, mediation now or, or medita- digital meditation or digital, you know, all the d- different devices that we use nowadays. What they're doing is they're promoting the image of their God, of their demon God, the image. They want that, they want that in your thinking. They want that, that picture of that type of money and cars and women with big booties and, and tattoos and pants sagging and drugs and everything. They want that in your image. They want you to think that way so they can control you. But the Bible says do not entertain that in your thinking. In other words, God is saying, I got you out of the mess you got yourself in. I'm expecting you that you love me back the way I have loved you. Have you ever had a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you gave to financially? You supported them in their career. You was there for them when they were in trouble with the law. And no sooner that person got on their feet, they left you for another. This is something you will not get away with with God. You can't do this to God. Therefore, God being as merciful as he is, he's warning us not even to go there. He said, let us look. He's saying, don't go there. Now, let us look at the word. That's why I was getting ready to say I jumped ahead of myself. Let us look at the word bow. To most of us, when we hear the word bow, we think of the bending of the knee or the body or the incline, the head, as in reverence, submission, salutation, or recognition, or acknowledgement. However, to bow, to me, is mental. It's more mental in today's modern society because we don't have statues too much anymore that we bow to, although there are some groups that do. To bow also means to yield, to submit, or accept as inevitable. We are mentally accepting things as being normal that the Bible says is not. Or we try to justify it as being normal when the Bible says it's not. Now, we look at the word image. We know that the word image, another uh, name that's synonymous with it is icon. It means a mental representation of something that is representing something in the natural earthly realm, a natural earthly object. But it also represents that which is taking place in the spiritual realm. Now, uh, uh, maybe I need to clarify that a little bit more so that I'm going to do that again. To bow not only means to submit or accept as inevitable, but we can mentally accept things as being normal that the Bible says is not. Let's look at the word image. Another name for the word image is icon, which is a mental representative of something that is representing a natural earthly object. But it's also representing that which is taking place in the spiritual realm. Because I didn't think whether or not I had said that right, so I thought I would say it again. I think what I really want to explain to you is that there are different types of covenants and and we're going to talk about those different type of covenants but I also want you to understand there are also evil covenants and when you yoke up with an evil covenant what you are doing is you're breaking away your covenant relationship with God you're going to enter somebody's covenant you're either going to enter a covenant with the devil or you're going to enter a covenant with God it's you have to choose if you obey the word then you're listening to his voice 
and his voice is his word. Remember we talked about that last week, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice? You're in covenant relationship with God because you're obeying his word. For example, God's covenant with Noah and with mankind through him. There's different types of covenants. In this case, God gives mankind a covenant of grace. God will see to it that this covenant of grace is maintained and implemented. The rainbow was a sign of a covenant of grace. We're going to talk about that all next week. If you get a chance, click in and join me for a morning cup of word from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Amen? Amen. And then I also put the teachings back up on my website at www.royaldiademministries.ning.com and also uh, Royal Diadem, the crown gem on YouTube. And then I also... Uh, streaming on several different podcasts, talk shoe as well, because I really want you to understand what it means to have a covenant. Now let's look at Genesis chapter six. Our key verse is going to be 18 verse 18, because there's different types of covenant and God most of the time initiates the covenant. He's the covenant tour and we are the covenant T. He originates the covenant. He makes the covenant with us. Amen. Amen. And his covenants are good for us. Amen. Amen. Let's read. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh, yet his day shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also, and after that, and when the son of God came in unto the daughters of men, they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of men, what man was great in the earth and that every imagination image, the way they thinking of thought of heart was only evil continually. We can see what's in a man's mind. We have now, you got uh, YouTube, you got Twitter, you got Facebook, where now you can pretty much see what's in a person's heart and a mind. They actually spell it out because they figure like nobody knows who they are. But that's coming to an end now because Google is telling all your business. You can't even get pulled over with a traffic ticket now, and it's on Google. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of thought of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air for it repented me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation, and Noah walked it with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the earth was corrupted before God, and the earth was filled with violence. It's what we're seeing right now. The earth is full of violence. Look at all the killings that's going on. Look what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Look what's going on with ISIS. Look what went on with Hamas Hamas, and Israel. Look at it. The world right now is full of violence. It's all around us. I've never seen it like this before, where you got so much fighting. It's like playing uh, cards. 
cutthroat cards where, you know, somebody's going to get cut out. Everybody's enemy. You know, I'm an enemy of yours, but we got an enemy in common. And that's what's going on. And a lot of people, you know, are talking about the Iranian deal that Obama's trying to get. We need one because right now we're battling with ISIS. And right now ISIS is the immediate, immediate urgency. And um, President Obama is trying to get a coalition over there to help us fight ISIS. And uh, a lot of people, you know, we're looking at Iranian. We can't fight. I mean, it's just too much fighting. I mean, it's just too much. And I never thought the day I would see this. We're literally going into a World War Three, And a World War is when you have a whole lot of countries fighting. And the last World War we went into was, was um, World War Two, And that's a lot of fighting. That's when everybody is fighting. But going back to what we were talking about, the Bible says that he said there was evil continually. Verse 5, and God saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. In other words, he was they were bowing down and submitting to evil thoughts in their hearts. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. When it talks about Noah walked with God, it's saying that Noah's conduct, his behavior, he kept his covenant with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, or Japheth. And the earth also was corrupted before God. And the earth was full with violence, like what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a whole lot of violence. And notice it said the earth was was corrupt and the earth was filled, excuse me, not full, but filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his ways upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So the earth was destroyed because of the violence. Make thee an, an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thy make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubes, the breadth of it 50 cubes, and the height of it 30 cubes. And a window shall thy make to the ark, and in a cube shall thy finish it above. And the door of the ark shall thy set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third story shall I make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. What type of covenant was he establishing? A covenant of grace. A covenant of grace. God wants you to know that you're a sinner and that you're in need of a Savior and that acceptance or refusal will determine your destiny. There is a hell you want to shun, honey, and there is a heaven you want to seek after. 
And we're watching the Bible prophecies being fulfilled today like never before. And all you have to do is just say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. I admit that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. Please come into my heart. And once you do that, I want you to find a good church. I want you to get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. I want you to tarry for the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. And that, too, is an encouraging word. Again, I've been your host. My name is Pastor Evangelist Deborah Tate. You've been listening to a time of encouraging words. And join me Monday through Friday on Live365.com. Station the Crown Jam for a morning cup of word from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. And remember, thou shalt be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Again, I've been your host. Pastor Evangelist Deborah Tate. I'll see you next week. Selah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.